Uh, welcome back to another episode of Anxiety Sucks. Uh, welcome back, Amanda. You haven't been here Hi. in a moment. So nice to have you back on. And also welcome back to Nicole. We have you back on too, which is so exciting. We've got four people today. Welcome back. Um, very welcome exciting back, So stuff. Max chaos is about to happen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I think so. Yeah. Maybe some tears could be shed. Like, I don't know where this is going to go. But like, <gasps> Yes, crying. We could do yeah, that. Crying, that's, that's something that laughter, has never happened on this podcast is, wow. is crying. I don't, I don't think anyone's ever cried on our podcast. We try to keep it, you know. Oh, I have. Oh. You cried? But we took it here? out. <laughs> I do remember that. Yes. Okay. So Amanda did cry once, but we did take it out did take for it out. reasons. We didn't need to hear mm. me, my tears. Yeah. Mm. Today could be, I don't know. I, I cried a lot last night. So maybe I was watching, I was watching clips of normal people, just clips oh. of Ooh. normal people. That Is show. that a show? Wait, hold on. Is that a show? Yeah, it's oh, a show. Yeah. Okay, it thank you. Sense. I was like, oh, you're, you're watching just, like, normal people? people? What do you mean? <laughs> like, I'm nothing no. like that. But I, like, it's, it's a heart-wrenching, heart-wrenching. gut-sucking show. Like, it takes every soul yeah. out of you, truly. So You have multiple souls in your body? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Many people living in there. Yeah. 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 Um. Anyways, so okay. we'll see if I cry or not. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Like, well, what are we talking about today? Today we're going to talk about, it's going to be a little bit different, something that we have, mm. I don't think we've honestly ever really like done. This is just like a personal problem that I and Nicole are both struggling with a lot right now. Mm. And we, I think a I think, lot of people in a, our, yeah, in our age, age or like position of life. are all going through the same yeah. thing. And it's our, it's our quarter life crisis that we're going through. I don't know if you guys went through mm. a quarter life crisis, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. now it's, Early it's come 20s. for us. Yeah, it was like quarter life crisis. Yeah, it was very much like, oh, mm-hmm. oh. like I'm I'm not oh. I'm too old to be oh. doing that now. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, like, wow. Like, wow. I have these bills. Like, what, mm-hmm. what's there's nothing baller about this. You know, there's yeah, yeah there's lots of. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this week, I don't know what about this week specifically is yeah. like what happened to us this week, but we have just been it's been on it, it's been the hot topic of every single day of in yeah. our apartment of like we are struggling <laughs> to mm. figure out the future <laughs> yeah yeah so, so give us a little backstory give us okay like, start from yeah because like technically you're not like quarter life crisis yet so like what we're almost there we, we just took we both turned... it's like it's the early 20s crisis mm-hmm. yes or just the yeah. 20s crisis. I feel no, like no 20s 20s are a we're, difficult. We're time almost at a quarter. Crisis. We're closer to a quarter life crisis than anything else because if you think about it, that if everyone were to live to 100, technically 25 would be a quarter life, and we're 22, yes. so we're close enough to be. Yes. Quick maths, right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. But like, give us a backstory on what's you can happening. Figure out that math, but so that way Amanda and I could be like, yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Or, so no. do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? I don't um. Care. I'll let you start it off. You set okay. up the format. Okay. I'll follow you after. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't think it's any surprise to anyone. Maybe it is. I don't know. If you're a new listener, me and Nicole, we're, we're roommates. And we are both seniors in college. And we're about to graduate in a month, basically. Like a little bit over, over a month. And I have no idea what to do with my life. I think I can also say this for both of us is that we have majors that don't, don't, don't help us in any way to like not narrow in the down conventional sense. Yeah. Not in the, like, if you're going to be like a doctor, you know, you're going to go to med school after college and like, you know, it, it makes sense. And you're, you know, you're going in the field. I'm a philosophy and religious studies major. So it's a bit too broad. I would say that like, can just it won't, it doesn't help me narrow down. Amanda, are you, are you just laughing? I did. Yeah. I can't, you every said- time she says it, I can't help but laugh that she's on Yeah. So this is another thing is that my entire family is unsupportive of my decision being a philosophy and religious studies major. Everyone. I enjoy it. I'm happy with my decisions to do it because I used to be a marketing major, but that was no route for me. So, oh yeah, I think that's a, good thing to start off yeah. with too is that we were well both- i mean religion is sexy i think we can all agree <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm there not like know. a necessarily like very religious person i just find the whole like subject of religion interesting and like 
I think it could honestly we like the theological debates. Yes, and I I think it can it it helps you learn a lot even if you're not a religious person, you can still learn a lot from religion in like the disciplines and like the community aspects and right. like all that kind of stuff. But that's kind of besides the point of like why I chose it, but we did mm-hmm. both okay, we both started out in yeah, business majors. Yeah at the beginning of college. So like mm-hmm. I was in arts and entertainment management. Yeah. You were in I was in marketing. marketing. And yeah. And then we really deterred from that. <laughs> yeah. Then I just randomly woke up one day and I was like, I'm switching my major. And I did it. I it was like the quickest thing I've ever done in my entire life, which I am really mm-hmm. happy I did it. Mm-hmm. But did it help me figure out what I want to do after this? No, not at all. And now I'm in this mo- like moment of my life where I don't know where I'm going to live past July. I don't mm-hmm. know what, what my job is going to, I mean, I love my job right now. Like I'm obviously working for NAMI, but like, am I going to like move on from NAMI eventually? Like, I don't know. Like that's, that's a question. Um, I have no passions in my life. I have like, I feel like if I were to get a job, it would be a job that not that I necessarily dread. I don't like, I wouldn't probably dread it at all. I just probably wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't want to stick with it for like the rest of my life, if that makes sense. And yeah. on top, in top, on top of that, I, I just like, I have no, I have no life path, which is kind of a nice thing. Cause like, there's no like expectations of like, oh, I need to meet this and this requirement. But at the same time, it's like, oh my God, like, I, what am I to do? And I don't have the structure anymore of school that I've only known since I was like 22 years, like for the past 22 years of my life, basically it has been wake up, go to school, come home, do Mm -hmm. homework. You know, that is like going to be taken out of my life, which is so scary to me. And I understand why people, when they get to the end of their undergrad, they're like, oh, I need to go to grad school now because they want to prolong this whole like I don't know I don't know what to do with my life they want to like yeah and so that that I think is where I'm at right now it's just like I have on top of that like you know broke college student vibes you're still stressed about like bills and like living situations just like basic necessities of like eating like I don't eat as much as I probably should be but that's just because you know there's not enough time in my day or I don't have enough money in my bank account. So it it's just like, you know, it's all these things that just like add up to a quarter life or. And with you being in another state, it's, do I stay where I am now? Mm -hmm. Do I move Mm -hmm. back home with my Mm -hmm. parents? Do I? Yeah. And that's 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 been especially like a big topic of conversation. I think, especially with being in New York is just because you have the added like living expense of a college student being in New York is so much different than like the living expenses of a college student at like a state school or like mm-hmm. in some kind of maybe more affordable area, like not a big metropolitan city. Yeah. So that <laughs> is a very big thing we have to like be taking into account of like, mm-hmm. okay, my lease is going to end at this time. And so if I don't know what my salary is going to be by then, I don't know what kind of apartment I can look for for, Mm -hmm. or if I can even afford like to live in New York anymore, if that's going to be doable. Also, we have a very weird, similar situation of that, like moving back home is a bit of a more difficult option than like a, than a person who could just, you know, move back home. Like for us, it's like, I would move back home with my mom and she her house only has one bedroom. So it's just like, it's small and it's for her because, you know, that's where she's moved into now. Cause like, she doesn't have to take care of me technically anymore. But like, if I wanted to move back in with her, it would just be, you know, difficult. There's also the whole level of like moving back home after not living with your parents for so long. And like, you don't want to do that. Like, I don't necessarily love my mom to pieces, love her to death, but I don't want to necessarily live with her again. Cause I had just, I haven't lived with her for the past four years. So I guess like more three and a half cause of COVID and stuff, but like, that's just like a weird thing. And then for her, I mean, like yeah. your mom's situation. <laughs> I mean, I, where do I start? I guess major yeah. stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, um, I guess, okay. Kind of going back to what she said about when we were 
in our little business majors, we kind of had one night where we sat down and like with our other roommate, like we talked about all of like just the things that we were like kind of rethinking with the future and like what we were studying and wanting to like maybe do other things. And so the next day when Brianne did her change of major, (laughs) I decided I'm going to apply to a different school and transfer. (laughs) Um, So I applied the next day to transfer just to like another school in New York. So I go to like NYU now and I do a, I created my own major. They have an individualized study school. So I made my own major called fashion and social theory and film and visual media. So it's definitely, you know, just a lot of theory based stuff. And I study a lot of like aesthetics and fashion and, um, social theory. Those are like my main pillars of what I study, I guess. And, um, yeah, so from there, like I've also like done some work over the whole course of like college and everything, but yeah, now that we're like entering the end, it is definitely like that weight of like, okay, now all control is kind of like in my court and like, I have to figure out where to place myself and like what to do. And I think, the pressure of like finding that that like first job is a big thing because a lot of people say like oh it doesn't matter where you end up for your first job like if you want to change like you can but sometimes there's like some other things that add into that that just aren't really like talked about a lot of like okay well where you move first right after graduation that's got to kind of be a big decision like what field you're kind of in right into your first job that affects where you can go from there. But um, obviously everything is not like concrete so much in that sense, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like a big weight. And then, yeah, kind of to talk about the home situation, (laughs) like my mom kind of when I was, I think I was in sophomore year of college or junior year, um, she decided she was going to move out of the country (laughs) So she retired early and she moved to Italy and she kind of is bouncing around between a lot of places and she's kind of on her own path of figuring out where she wants to be, what she wants to do with herself, like that whole thing. So I think it's also just another thing of like where you get this like independence once you're yeah. out of mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. once well, you're in and college, it's I guess. Always so. harder once you've been on your own now for three exactly. plus years. It, it is a little harder, like pill to swallow of like, I have to move back home, but I'm an adult, right. but I have to move back home. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be like hyper independent kind of and yeah. Yeah. So, so you're basically you know. like you're you're going into the unknown. Yeah. Like, it's basically have this the structure. I mean, the future is yeah, like at like our you hands. Your school, your class schedule, be yeah. here at this time do this, do that. And now it's like, you have to make all these life decisions Mm -hmm. without a professor saying, this is what you do. This is how Mm -hmm. you get there. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you guys are, yeah. Yeah. I mean, early twenties. Yeah. (laughs) You're not alone in that. I think whether everybody feels this way. Yeah. Yeah. And not to say that your feelings, you know, aren't reasonable because they are like, I, I remember having this feeling of like, I, I was a graphic design major. Mm. I'm obviously not a graphic designer <laughs> now, you yeah. know? And do I wish that I was? No. Because it was started... something that I was interested at like one point yeah. in time. Mm. And then now I'm doing something different and I've done a lot of things. Like, I can't even tell you like how many of my friends that like, you know, that were communications majors because they didn't know what the hell they were going to do. And they're like, I just have to pick something, you know, and now they're like an events coordinator or, you know, maybe they were in communications majors and now they're a peacock farmer, you know, like (laughs) there is just, yeah, you start with an interest in one thing. And just because you don't follow through with that, does not mean you failed it just means that you realize oh this is not what I want to do and then I from my perspective like I think this is a very exciting time for you guys it I I think it's it's a bit of like a mixed emotion feeling because it is exciting because it's like okay like our lives can really go anywhere in like Mm -hmm. 
you know, it's really at our fingertips of like how we want to take control and, you know, steer it in a different way. I think it's more just like, I have this feeling of one, I'm not capable. And like two, I like, I'm just feeling like I'm not capable of being like an actual adult. I mean, like yesterday <laughs> we were like walking down the street and we saw these like car, like these like stupid like scooter car things <laughs> that I used to have one. Amanda, if you remember my plasma car, you remember that thing? And I like drive around the house. Like little scooters like, that you like you know, have a little steering wheel. You remember you, like, like flat? It, they're like, they go, I got like, nothing. This is yeah, you you no definitely memories. walk around it, but that's okay. Anyways, we like saw one and we're like, oh, we want to buy one. Like it's just like we're so like such children, like in a not in a bad way. It's just like it's like no, no, no. a little bit of fire. Yeah, but there's no, nothing adults, wrong with that. Like, no adult feels like an adult. Okay. Like no adult, like we I think that's the biggest misconception is when you're in elementary school and middle school, and you know, even a little bit of high school, you get a little cocky in high school, but even in high school, you're like, they gotta figure it out they're 25 they're they're living their max they they've got the whole world on lock we don't have anything on lock at (laughs) all it day to day I am learning something new or I'm like shoot I don't know how to do this adulting thing someone help me on the adulting thing and I mean we're taking it one day at a time so nobody I mean nobody knows what yeah nobody has it all figured out Nobody has. We're, we're just a bunch of beings fumbling around, hoping for the best. And yeah, then, even, like, even yeah. people that have like illustrious, super successful careers, they have no idea what's going to happen the next day. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, you know? look at those TikToks where they're like, "Now I have adult money, and I get to spend it on <laughs> all this silly stuff because I have adult money now." That yeah. <laughs> that's and adult money is things. different to other people. Like, remember yeah. when you got your first job and you were like, "I'm." rich yes very true you had ever seen at that point because I can tell you job and you're like wow I was poor and then you get a different job and you're like Mm -hmm. wow I've been poor (laughs) little little 17 year old me who got her first job at Jamba Juice was like look who is ranking in the dough like world (laughs) is my oyster I can Mm. afford my gas I am I am an adult and then you get older and older and you go wow, like there was a time I was going to OCC and working two jobs just to A, have my adult money, but B, pay for school and, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. get prepared yeah. for, for and everything. That's like, oh my gosh. And like the whole like financial thing is just another stress on top of all of this, because mm-hmm. it's like paying back loans when you get out of school or like, you know, paying for your apartment food, like, you know, bit like water, electricity all that stuff and it's just like it's just so sorry it's like so much (laughs) and both with squirrel yeah i mean it's like you you know you have to keep yourself alive and you've been doing that i know i've been doing it but i don't know how i've been doing it and it's just like i don't know if i can can keep on doing this i don't know yeah the first the first time i moved out and i had my i had a neighbor across the street and she was actually a barista at a coffee shop that i went to and so she would come out she would go out and be like smoking cigarettes in front of her door. And I was just right across the hall. So I would like come out and she's like, how are you faring? Like, how's everything going? And I was like, um, good. I'm like freaking out though. And she's like, why? And I was like, well, I've never like had rent before. I've never, da, da, da. like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, what if I can't make my rent? Like, what if I, then I, then I have to like put these other people that are my roommates who are also counting on me to pay my portion you know, then there's like some, what, like what happens? And she's like, she was like, so nonchalantly, like smoking the cigarette, like so <laughs> unbothered by this problem because she had done this before that she was like, oh, honey, you'll always, you'll always be able to pay your rent. And I was like, how can you be so certain about that? Because she was like, there, there are ways to pay rent. Like there, you know, you pick up extra shifts or you get like a second income doing something like da, 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 da. One time I, I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to pay my rent. So I sold feet picks online and I got $350 for these dirty, <laughs> these dirty soles on my feet. And I'm not promoting solicitation, but I'm just, I don't know what I'm saying, but this, that just things. But that you I have do. like this day or age, like there's options. You figure it yeah. out. You, you definitely you get there out. and you figure it yeah. out. And sometimes it takes, and unfortunately, like that is kind of being an adult is it takes sometimes those 
like, oh shoot, I screwed up moments for you mm-hmm. then to learn and go, okay, well, here's how I do it next time. And yeah. now I kind of know, know my route. Like, mm. but I was in the same boat as you guys. I mean, I, I now I started at community and was not focused. Like I was not prepared. <laughs> um, so it took me a while, but I started, I was like, I'm going to be a psychologist. Cause that's what, I don't know. I randomly picked as a freshman in high school and just went, yeah, I guess that's it. I don't know. And finally taking one of those classes, um, or more than, you know, psych one-on-one that everyone has to take. I absolutely hated it. Like every fiber of my being, I was like, this is stupid. And then he's like, well, you can't really make a career off this unless you get your master's and really, unless you get your PhD. And I was like, all right, like I'm already checked out. Like, there's no way. I'm gonna yeah. It's like, this. who asked you, Todd, you know, like, <laughs> um, but I had a teacher who was really inspiring with my communication studies and I was just taking her classes for fun. I was like, oh, I can fit this here. All right. Well, I'll just keep chicken things off and keep taking her classes because I'm enjoying this. And that's where I, I switched and into communications. Cause I'm like, all right, for the most part, I can get through this. And I think that's a huge part of college is like find something like Brianne and her philosophy, even though we love you and make fun of you. <laughs> you you found your thing that you're like, I can enjoy this and I will get through this. And that's mm-hmm. all anyone's looking for. Once you on the other side is like, all right, you, you made it out. You did the hard part and you got through it. I mean, I had a friend who did the same thing. She picked philosophy because she had enough credits for it and it was going to get her out. And she went into like it and coding, like so yeah. polar opposite, <laughs> Yeah, but it was like, this is going to get me through. This is going to make my end goal. And then I'm going to switch gears. And I think there's a lot of people that, and that's why you'll hear a lot too. I think with that first job, it's, it is what it is. You know, some people find their niche and they ride with it and that, and they're lucky they found it. They, they see what they want to do. But a lot of times that first job is your learning experience to go. I love this field and I'm staying in it or wow, I hate this Mm -hmm, and I need to figure out what, what is going to make me happy. Yeah. Yeah. And here, here's the great thing about not knowing what to do with your life is that you tried a bunch of different things. Right. And the great thing about that is that let's say you like, you need an extra income and you're like, there's a churro stand down the street. Let me talk to this guy and see if I can like work a couple hours a week. Da da da. And you're like, Oh my gosh, this is like, ugh, how awful is this? I'm a churro guy or I'm a churro person, you know? And then, but the great thing about that is that you found a way that if you need to make extra money, you have a skill, mm-hmm. you know how to sell churros. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes like it... every time you do something new, that's just another skill that you have. And like with what I do now, I got skills from doing other things mm-hmm. that taught me how to do certain things that I use today. So it's like, Mm -hmm. there's no, there's no job. There's no decision. That's not, that's incorrect. You know, you're going to learn something from every experience, especially failure. You, you take a little bit from each job, even if it is like looking at it and you're like, this is polar opposite of where I started. There's always stuff that's building on it. And sometimes it is those like silly things. Like I, I, I had an intern when I worked for downtown Flagstaff and she worked part-time at a flower shop that was downtown. She did our internship. She was going to school for marketing. She was our social media person. And then she was working part-time at this flower shop. She graduated, got a job working for an, an agency to do marketing. And I think worked there for a little bit and at, completely, completely changed gears. And now she owns her own floral business because she found that as a passion and she really loved it. And she has the tools for marketing. She knows how to make a social media account. She knows Mm -hmm. how to market herself. So she got to use her degree or those elements of it, but doing her passion of, she had more fun doing floral arts and creating and being in that field. So there are ways you can take what you love what you've learned from other jobs and build it to find this is, this is my niche. Mm -hmm. Like 
I think my first job, I was so surprised, like working downtown. I mean, I got to do events, which I think ultimately I fell in love with. I mean, that was the part I fell in love with, but I got to see a whole nother side of dealing with other business owners and how are they running their stuff and how can I encourage them or engage with them to go, Hey, do this for me. Cause it'll do this. Um, like I found, I, I never in a million years thought that was the way I was going to go. Cause my goal was get this degree in communications, come back to LA and work for entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. And after that job, I was like, no, this is, this is what I love. This is what I yeah. want to be in. You know, not knowing is finding out what you like and don't like finding out what your strengths and weaknesses are. That's Mm -hmm. what not knowing what you're doing with your life will teach you those things. Mm -hmm. If you go straight into a profession, like right out of high school, you're kind of, you know, yay, that's, you know, good for you. You know what you want and you did it and that's great, but there's going to be a time And maybe once you do that, that's when you figure it out that that's not what you like. And imagine, you know, wait, take doing all that time that you feel like you wasted because you're like, wow, I actually didn't want this. And Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, 40 grand in debt. I went to school for some time, you know, sometimes maybe it's eight years. Yeah. I went to all this time and then you have to figure that out later. So right now you don't know what you want to do. So you're kind of getting that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I take each thing as it's, it's a learning experience for you. I mean, a lot of it, like I got really lucky with my first job and my internship. Cause I really, I was in an environment that, you know, they valued what I brought to the table. They was a great place to work at. Like it kind of got down to it where the three of us were of one brain <laughs> at one point. So like, it was a really great, and I got really lucky where I was like, this is a great position. The downside, it was definitely entry level and I didn't have anywhere to go. Um, you know, where I was at, that was it. That was, that was all there was. Um, so you have to eventually kind of get to that next step of, okay, I've honed some skills here. This has gotten me to a point. And then I moved on to the next job. You know, and a big part of that was because we moved, I moved cities and, you know, that comes with its own of like, shoot, I have to start all over again and do this mm-hmm. again. And I got that job. And I hated it. I hated every minute of that job. And cause I, I thought in my head, this is it. I'm going to be planning big events. I'm going to love it. I get to, and I hated every second of it, every second of that job, except for when I actually got to work with, um, the part that I liked mm-hmm. and I learned like, that's not for me, this environment, how this was set up, uh, not for me. And you just kind of take those and go, okay, what's the next, what's the next step. And sometimes it is trying really random things because you never know what's going to really stick with you and go that that was it. That was it. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of options out there. I mean, I have close friends where they're becoming 35 and one went back to school to learn a new trade. One is doing, uh, you know, uh, trying to reinvent and go, okay, I love this, but this isn't sustainable. So I'm going to try this so I can make what I really love fun. And I don't have to stress about it. And that's my fun, but I'm going to do this as my career to make the money and still get to do what I love on the side. So you, you kind of are constantly reinventing yourself and finding the next step. Yeah. Yeah. And there are ways that even having your a degree that you have now that you're afraid it won't make sense to the next thing you do. But I will tell you that that degree, that piece of paper, what that really says is that lets businesses know that you took time and you you went to the same place every day and you, you know, you did homework for months or, or years. That lets them know that, you know, you followed through with something, which makes it less likely for you to F up their business, to mess up their business. Yeah. That's basically saying like, this is a commitment that I did. So here, here's this piece of paper that shows you that I can make commitments. And, you know, and even if you don't, I dropped out of college. Mm -hmm. I dropped out. I was like, I saw, you know, what my bill was going to be as far as student loads. And I was like, bye, Barbara. 
I'm not, my tuition was a hundred grand as an art student. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I only yeah. went for a semester and I just paid that off two years ago. Wow. Yeah. yeah. The, that the is loans. a whole other things like that are always I, going to be there. You're yeah, always yeah. going to have school loans. You're always going to have bills. You're always yeah. going to, you know. Yeah. I think kind of like going off of like what you just said before that too. And I know I've said this to you before, like with your major as well. I think there's just something to say about a person that studies something that's maybe not super conventional, but they've like <laughs> applied themselves to that for four years, or even yeah. if you switched mm-hmm. your major partway through, like you've still dedicated a lot of your time to like really studying something that you mm-hmm. clearly have a passion about. I mean, if you're not passionate about it, maybe that's a little <laughs> but different, but I know like something. you <laughs> have a lot to say about your major yeah. and you're very smart and you know a lot about it. And you clearly like have soaked in a lot of like your studies that you've done Mm -hmm. over that. And I think even if you're in an interview for a job that has nothing to do with philosophy and religious studies, the, just like the proof that you've dedicated yourself to something that you're very passionate about. And if you show you're passionate for Mm -hmm. like the job, then I think that shows a lot as well. Yeah. Yeah. And just in this conversation, like I've seen things out of the two of you and the both of you that are skills just in having this conversation. Mm -hmm. Like I've recognized skills with the two of you that I'm like, wow, that would be valuable or that would be value. You know, like this, this podcast. Yeah. This is where now my, my (laughs) whole direction, like since this podcast, this is a skill that you're learning. You're a podcast coordinator. You edit clips. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, there's the media side that if you ever wanted to get into that, um, you know, and yeah, Nicole, I don't know you very well, but <laughs> this is the second time that you're on this. Like, you're very eloquent. You're, I can tell you're very intelligent. You. <laughs> you have a, you have a way with words and that is a skill. That is an asset. Skills. We got skills. <laughs> you know, like you have skills. You're just, you may not, you may be looking in other places, Yeah. but that's what people are going to notice, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think you, you have to look at it. Okay. So like with your majors the school and the paper it's it's for a lot of it they just want to see you get it done Mm -hmm. I think it's everything that you've done in between that where you can apply those skills so being a part of a club what did you do with it what skills did you get from that um you know working the part-time jobs what skills are you gathering from that that you can go okay I'm competent and I can do x y and z and I think for a lot of people with the first job I can tell you and a number of my friends can tell you, you will learn so much from that first job because they're going to teach you how that business wants to do things and their way of doing things. And they're going to teach you and give you all of that because they're not expecting you to come in it and have infinite knowledge because you don't, it is your first job. It's why it's entry level. And they're going to set you up. So you are successful with where they're at, how they do things and do all of that process. I think everyone I've spoken to, and even myself, I learned so much more from my first job and that internship than I did in the two and a half years I went to that university. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to say me working, me working at NAMI is my first job and it is very, it has been very valuable of like what I've learned and everything, you know, just like how NAMI is run is it, it can get high stress and it can be like, there's a lot going on all the time and we're always like doing stuff. And so, you know, it's, and now with this podcast too, it's like, I do love this podcast so much so that I feel like now, because I don't really necessarily want to be stuck in one place. I hate the idea of like being tied down to like a single place. Like a podcast is something you could do. Like I could do a zoom podcast whenever I want now, now that I know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And like, it, you know, so I could, have my own podcast and go do and not like maybe not right away I have to be I can be tied down for like a little bit I just like don't want to be like you know I just I think I'm a person who really likes change a lot and I like like to keep it fresh and new and like that's good you know just something different and I just like for me the reason why I ended why I stopped being a marketing major is because I literally we lived in our last apartment across the street from a office building and I would look inside and just like see 
We constantly see cubicles. Cubicles and, like, and just like the just terror yeah. of like corporate America. Like <laughs> if that is your love and passion, I'm so happy for you. But for me, it's just not. And like sitting in a cubicle would be like the worst thing ever. So that is why I switched. And I was like, I can't, I could not do this anymore. Like now that I'm like a podcast coordinator, like that is complete opposite of like what I was like really trying to go away from, which is like, makes me happy. And like, there has been some growth. It just, it's just like, I just don't know if I can ever get past it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, you're Mm -hmm. in an exciting time because there's so many more options and very unconventional ways Mm -hmm. to have a job. I mean, yeah, Chris, we never had as an as inspiration or aspiration when you're like, what are you going to be? Like, I'm going to be a YouTuber. I'm going to be a podcaster. Those were not jobs. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like we <laughs> were very traditional of like, I mean, me dreaming in the fourth grade of like, I'm going to be a prima ballerina. That was, that was, that was weird and out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now, I mean, if you wanted to be an Uber driver, that's a that's like a full on career now. I mean, yeah. it's essentially like being a taxi driver, but you know, there's no, there's new things out there. So being, having a job and being that, that, that new thing, and there's, there's so much more to, to make yours and, yeah. and make something yeah. that's going to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was something there. I mean, there's some, I mean, just like you said, like you lived across the street from that office building. Yeah. Just think about how many years and how much money and how much time, you know, they had spent to get to where they were and how unhappy they ended up, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. cause they, they never thought about, you know, what are these other things that I could do or what are these, or maybe they did. And maybe they just didn't do anything about it. You're in a very exciting time yeah. because there's nowhere to go, but up you're starting from the ground level, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know, here you have, you have skills already. Yeah, you, know, you have your college students. Some people, you know, some people don't go to college. Some people don't do any of that stuff. You're ahead of that crowd already, and you know, so many people can be successful without even a college degree. Mm-hmm. Definitely, you know, you're always constantly learning things, and I think that the the at least for me, the joy of life is trying new things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds so cliche, but, but I it, have yeah. failed. It's more fun, like trying things yeah. and yeah just sticking with the you're it's great that you're that you're you know anxious about what's next for you and it's great mm-hmm. that you're anxious about you know that's a good thing that's feeling something that's what being alive is and future you is going to look back on this and you're going to and you're going to look at this you know your past self and be like oh I was anxious like <laughs> yeah. you know you're yeah. gonna get this tough skin and when you know it's so cliche with what doesn't kill you makes you stronger um it's it's true though it's like 100% true yeah I think, and and you're always I mean there's it's always gonna be there like yeah right now I mean you felt that in high school of like where do I go to school what mm-hmm. am I gonna study and that's a very stressful time because you mm-hmm. you don't know what it's going to look like. If, are you going to really be happy there? Cause you know, they pull out all the stops that those, you know, tours that you do. Oh yeah. They, yeah. To be like, you're going to you. love it. They're so awesome here. We're a big family. And then you go and you're like, hold up. Where was this family? Why is everyone so angry and mean all the time? Like, yeah. how do you make a friend? <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, and so it's, it's, it's a lot. You have that in high school. You're going to have this now. Cause now it's like, you're entering real life. And like you said, I mean, some people do just stay because it's kind of a comfort. I mean, mm-hmm. I had, we had a friend who graduated with us and he went to grad school. Cause it was like, I don't know what else I'm going to do. I think he made it a semester and was like, yeah, no, I'm done. I nope. It's time to move on. Like it's time mm-hmm. to, maybe we'll think about this later. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of those you know, sometimes grad school is the option. Sometimes it's not, you can change, change is okay. You can switch gears. Um, and then you get it further on. I mean, I'm in that weird, I'm in that weird zone of like, I just got married. What's next? (laughs) Like, that's a weird thing of like, okay, I have to, I have to find my new identity of like being married. Cause now I'm not tech, like I'm not my last name. And Mm -hmm. I was having those thoughts today, especially after we had recorded yesterday and having that talk with with that guest and it was like yeah it's still a weird thing I don't believe it (laughs) yeah 
Um, I think it's like a lot of like, I don't know. I think it's, it's a lot of reminding myself that to, and I know this also sounds so cliche, but like to really just like live in the present and just like not stress about stress so much about the future. And we were talking about this actually the other day, we were like saying that even though it's this annoying, most obnoxious thought in the back of our head constantly, and it's always going to be there, there really isn't anything we can do about it right now. Like today on March 31st, yes. I cannot change my life like no. and figure it out in this hour. Like I cannot. We still have to like just get to the end of yeah. college. Like yeah. that's so the biggest just, yeah. priority right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. So it's just like, a, it's like a matter of just like not stressing out about it because there is nothing really to stress out about because Mm -hmm. we don't really even know what is going to happen I think it's just a lot of reminding of like being in the present not stressing out about the future because it's really not going to help any situation that much and to just like you know enjoy like enjoy the time that we have to like yes and to not you know when you're always just like looking for like what's next like you're just gonna miss everything that's like happening yeah right now I guess. Yeah. And like, that's the best part about life. Like life is about love. Life is about being happy. Yeah. Like don't let status and, you know, success dictate your life and your path because you could Mm -hmm. still be unhappy. (laughs) Money doesn't make you happy. Money makes life easier as far as more bills, but the more money you have, (laughs) the more things you're able to purchase. And then there's tax. Yeah. you know, bigger tax, you know, a lot of you know, problems. there's, there's so much yeah. more that comes with attaining more Yeah, that you would get more problems. I mean, more money, more problems. It's a hundred percent true. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and- people who are very wealthy will tell you that like, it's not easy. No, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's, it's tough. So, you know, just do something that makes you happy, whether that's, mm-hmm. you know, you know, being a car salesman, if you yeah. just love being a car salesman, like you're going to wake up every day loving your job. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to having lots of wealth and success and hating every second of your existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't think of something more depressing than that. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yeah, like, yeah. this and is a very exciting time for you. It's guys. it's very easy, right I think, the way you do. for like Chris and I to sit here and go like, it's fine. Like really, you don't need to stress about it. Cause you know, you make it out on the other side, there's fumbles along the way, but you get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I, I, like you said, I, you have to try and just constantly remember, like, I can't control this. Like, this is so far out of my control right now. It's not worth me dwelling on it and freaking out and stressing. Cause you know, y- you find your way eventually. And even if that does take you another 10, 15 years to find your way, you, you do get there. I mean, the whole part of this after college is really that like rediscovery of yourself. Cause now you're a whole new person. You are so different from where you were as a freshman and going into college. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you're so different. That is a whole new, like you're a whole new person. And so I, I think on these always like what's next stages it's rediscovering you and who you are again. Um, because yeah, we're, we're constantly changing and evolving. So it's, you know, who am I post-college? Who am I now as an adult? And I put that in air quotes of like, cause I feel yeah. like as a 30 year old, I'm still like, am I really an adult? <laughs> I care yeah, for like, a nine year old and I'm like, really am I now? an adult? Okay. <laughs> um, you know, so you, you're always going to be on that next road of like, okay, then what next stage is really, I think that rediscovery of mm-hmm. who am I, what am I going to like? Yeah. And then you I never want to have it all figured out. That's not <laughs> how I like. like, I really <laughs> like, yeah, that's the best it's more part. Fun. It's fun to have something you have to like be figuring out. Yeah. Like, yeah. It gives that's you something the best to do. part because it, it can change tomorrow. Like I, I yeah. love my job now. Yeah. But am I going to be doing this the rest of my life? Did I finally find my path? I hope not. Yeah. You know, because I yeah. I want to I want to be constantly evolving. Yeah. Yeah. Like we always like we we joke yeah. about a lot because I don't know why this happens to just us two, and we just might have like the most 
unluck or like, oh. like, like <laughs> the most unfortunate like sometimes we just have some <laughs> strings of weeks that is like unfortunate event after yeah. the next and we'll, we'll you just like next. wake up we just like wake up and some crazy thing happens to us it's always when we wake up too it doesn't yeah. the middle of the day it's always <laughs> when we first wake up something like an email hits our phone or like a text and it just truly just changes the course of our lives like these are some like just crazy things and we're just like does this happen to everyone like do do other people wake up with these crazy like big changes or these like Amanda can you relate to this my best friend always 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 said bad things come in threes so as soon as one thing would hit she goes all right I got two more in the bank Mm, they're coming bad things come in threes that was yeah. how she saw it because she was prone to that where she was like, oh, got in a car accident. All right, what's the next one? What's yeah, going to yeah. happen? And um, it's just like these crazy yeah. things that you just like don't expect and they come out of left field. And then you're like, well, what now? Like, yeah. what am I supposed to do with this now? And it's like, you know, these crazy situations. And then you're just like, hey, do I need to like, at this point, go get some kind of like blessing, some, <laughs> some kind of monk. I think I need to like climb Burn a mountain. Burn some oregano and, like, in the apartment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Age everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, where is all this coming from? Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, it ha- I mean, it happens. It totally is what it is. <laughs> and then you realize that, okay, this is this experience is not as scary as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think that has like maybe a bit of like, um, sorry, I don't, my brain just like blank of how to say this, but I think that kind of reflects a little bit how a lot of people who are also maybe like in our situation, but are on the other side of it of like, oh, well, I like this is the path that I've carved out for myself and like maybe you have like a job already lined up after graduation or like this whole thing set up that you've been so tied to but then when you're really that close to it now you start rethinking like oh is this what I want to do I don't know if I want to be in this job I don't know if I want to relocate to this place like all of those questions start I think Mm -hmm. spiraling especially with just like entering into the real world after college too. Mm -hmm. And I think that's another like big um, stress or like anxiety inducer with people our age or like coming out of college um, is like if they have something already preset and then it's like, okay, well, it's really scary to now like completely change that. But it could also be like a great opportunity to like maybe explore something different. Yeah, 100%. And if things go terribly wrong, if things go south, I mean, that's another thing that in the future you are going to be prepared for. You've experienced that. Like there was at one point in my early 20s, um, I was sleeping in my truck for like three months. And I I had three jobs. And I got fired from one because I... I had forgotten that I was supposed to go to like a meeting that day because I had so many other things going on. And they mm-hmm. called me and said, yeah, we're going to let you go. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Do you want me to like return my shirt? And they're like, no, it's okay. And I was like, all right, like, thank you for the opportunity. And he's like, you're not mad. And I was like, no, I have two other jobs. I'm like, fine. <laughs> like yeah. you know, he's, and it's just like things like that. And, you know, n- now I know that like, hey, like if worse comes to worse, and like, I do have to end up living in my car. I know how bad it is that it's like, it can be possible. Like I did it for three months. I had three jobs. Like what the heck? Like, it's just like little, little things like that, that like gets you like a tougher, tougher skin. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I don't think that will ever happen again, <laughs> but I, you know, but like at the same time, like I, I at least have that peace of mind that like, huh, even if that happens, like, I know that I will still be okay because mm-hmm. yeah, I have yeah. done it before. I have been there before. So, like, I I think if you, you know, that's something that you learn. That's why your 20, your early 20s are so difficult because you yeah. don't have a lot of experience. You don't have a lot of credit. You got to build your credit. You got to build your experience. Mm-hmm. And it's scary at first, but, you know, if I could, yeah, if, if I could go back to, like, my past self and say one thing, it'll be like, just keep going yeah just keep going um, just keep you know? yeah and just if you keep have to going doesn't matter how hard it gets it. see where it goes yeah, yeah. And I was I, I just like what you were saying about like 
going like already having something planned after graduation and already having like a like a set job like we've known people who didn't live in the city and then they like moved into the city and like personally I am the most thankful that even though it was a very expensive decision to come here for college I'm very happy and grateful that I came here during freshman year of college because I had a community of people like automatically where Mm -hmm. like when you come when you like move to the like to New York City just specifically after college it is so like lonely and scary and you have no idea how to live here because yeah it is like a you really have to change your lifestyle in order to live here and there's a lot of sacrifices in moving to the city of just like living space like literally Mm -hmm. it will be shrunken down into your lifestyle will change drastically (laughs) yeah Yeah. so funny how you hate the cubicle lifestyle but you live the cubicle (laughs) lifestyle that's why we live it we live in like glorified cubicles (laughs) basically yeah yeah. that's a huge accomplishment yeah yeah yeah. and it's like like you did that yeah that's a big thing to be proud of and I'm I'm very happy like proud of myself that I was able to do that especially at 18 years old I do not know how I did that then but like I did it and it's just like anyone who who's like told me like oh like my plan is to like move to New York City like after college I'm like ah like I'm like I'm always automatically a little bit scared for them because I'm just Mm -hmm. like goodness like you don't like it's just like a lot and it's just so like drastic but I think this is it goes for any new city you move to of just like even though your life is going to be set there it's like your life is going to change so drastically in any like different setting you're in. And I think that can be scary, but also like exciting. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like, it's always, it's kind of like a fun challenge of like, okay, like how do we, like, what is the new, the new thing? I mean, moving from Orange County, living there for 23 years of my life and knowing nothing differently, Mm -hmm. moving to what I consider a small town, which by small town standards, it's not, but moving to Flagstaff for college, I was immediately thrust of like, I don't know anyone. Yeah. How do I meet people? I mean, I had my roommates, but you know, which I lucked out because one my one roommate is now still my best friend, but it's one of those where you're like, how do I meet friends again? Shoot. Yeah. I forgot how to do this. Cause I've had people in my life since I was, you know, in high school, elementary school. Like I know people, mm-hmm. I know yeah. how to get around and navigate. Now I'm moving to a town where they don't even have a freeway. Like coming from Orange <laughs> County, you're like, how did, how do you get around? Oh, cause you take route 66. Like, I mean, it was really hard in the beginning. Cause I had moments where I was like, wow, I really don't know anyone. Like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And I, you, you slowly kind of adapt. I mean, both, both my husband and I, we fell into the whole like country dance scene, even though we both went and both went this is hot, weird. I am never coming back to this, but we did because <laughs> it was, it was a great way to meet people. And you kind of established a base of like, we're all hanging out on these days of the week and we'll see you. We're going to learn some stuff. We're going to have fun. Um, and you just, you have to find those little like weird niches, but it yeah. does. I mean, you change. Cause I, yeah, I talked mad, mad ish on country music. (laughs) And here I am like two weeks ago going to boots in the park, like whole new person. (laughs) I guess it's just like, no, that's just like, so, you know, that can be tricky. Cause it's like, oh, if you're so unhappy for like a few months and a few months is really not that long of time, but like in those few months, you, it feels like forever that it's hard to like you just want to go back to your old way. So I think it's just like mm-hmm. difficult of like pushing through and like, you know, because you will adapt eventually to make yourself happy because no one wants yeah. to like live in misery. And this, <laughs> I mean, maybe you do. I personally, I wouldn't. <laughs> I think when you get to that point where you're so unhappy with it, especially if it's yeah. had to go somewhere new. I mean, yes, there's a lot of kind of, you kind of change and adapt and you find those things to go do. But I think it's a great time. Like it took me, I think after that Christmas break and like is vivid calling my dad like stuck on the in traffic and like I don't want to go back. <laughs> yeah, don't make me go back. And I think that semester, I mean, I did a lot of soul searching of like, okay, reality, I have another year to go or a yeah. year and a half. 
can I get through this? And if so, like, what is it going to take for me to get through this? Cause I also mm-hmm. was going back and heading into like my first snow season, which was a whole nother level of just like this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, at me and the cold aren't friends and my Honda civic in snow was, was really not friends. <laughs> um, so it was like, it, it was a lot of soul searching of like, okay, what do I need to do to make myself happy and maybe and just get through this year? Mm-hmm. you know, get through one more year and what's that going to take? And, you know, I kind of did put myself out there more to meet more people. I did. I got a job cause I wasn't working just so I could solely focus on school. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm not happy. I yeah. need, I need that to go do. Cause I've been doing that since I was 16. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like I, a Hallmark movie, like every Hallmark movie, <laughs> sorry, this is a crazy analogy, but like every Hallmark movie, it's some like fancy guy or fancy girl or like really rich and then they somehow end up in a snowstorm in the smallest town in the whole entire world that has like 10 people in it yeah and then they absolutely (laughs) hate their lives for the first two days and then by the end of the movie they're in love and like they're not leaving and they like oh this is my life now like I don't need all this stuff so I think it's like there's a lot of wisdom in Hallmark movies (laughs) and even though I don't love them, they yeah. do give out some good life advice, I have to say. I feel like you got to give it the good old like college try to use that a little nice analogy, but yeah, you get there. <laughs> and if you find like you are like so miserable, then you change things. Yeah. Like yeah. you have Definitely. option. And I think that's the thing that's hard to look at, especially when you're looking at the next step. Cause you're like, what? There's no options. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, it's, just, there's nothing. You kind of come up yeah. with that wall and you're like, there's nothing there. I don't know what, what I don't know what is on the other side of this. And sometimes that's really scary to, to muse through, but yeah. there yeah. are a lot of options. There are so many options. There are we were so also many. Just like, yeah. We were also just like joking. We share like everything in our apartment <laughs> is like community it's nothing we're is- very dependent on each other <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we were literally like, right before this we we're like joking that like if we moved away from each other like we don't know what we would do because like no. we're, we're like for roommates we are like unusually close like yeah. I would say like we have no boundaries between <laughs> each other and like we are sharing everything we were just like we rotate bought, clothing. We rotate clothing. Like, we like we got face wash that she bought, and then I started sharing. We started sharing, sharing it, it, and then yeah. now I bought the next one. And like you know, now we have a whole rotating schedule of like diet cokes, and it's like <laughs> this whole. Like, we're just very like community based in this apartment, and like yeah. everything is shared, which is great. And yeah. I love living so like nice. <laughs> we had we had not... designated shelves. Yeah, yeah. we had, like everything no. is mixed in, and it's just like you know, and it's. So it's like, oh my God, like now we have like, we, we've grown like, so dependent on each other. Like, yeah. oh, like we actually cannot, like we can't <laughs> move like, away. And if we move apart, my whole skin hair routine <laughs> is going to completely change. Cause yeah, I don't have to buy all new things. Like, yeah, like we, everything's going to be separated. Like, yeah. We're joking. We're just, we're going to have to be like next to our neighbors for the rest of our yeah. lives because of our skincare routine, <laughs> because it's just like, everything is sharing and like, you know. Yeah. But eventually we're going to have to like move away, which would be really sad. <laughs> so It'd I don't know. It's just like change. Yeah. Yeah. When you have know. nice roommates, it's hard to leave your yeah. roommates. Yeah. It's hard to leave that situation. I don't <laughs> know you what have terrible happened. roommates, super easy to oh. leave your situation. Definitely. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. These are our, these have been our, our past struggles for this week and yeah, past month, I would say. I will say this has been very helpful. It has been. It's very reassuring that like, okay, yeah. like, you know, I feel like a weight has been kind of lifted off my mm-hmm. shoulders. It's not as stressful. It's like, no one knows what they're doing. That makes me feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, no, we are one day at a time. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, what? you didn't. Why are you being yeah, real right now? You, yeah. you said what? I pooped my pants this week. You know, <laughs> I mean... Who's got I it all figured out? Maybe that's, out maybe yes. that's yeah. the title of the podcast. No, I pooped my pants this week. I pooped my pants this week. And my grandpa poops his pants frequently. <laughs> yeah. Like in reality, like ever, like we're all figuring it out. Literally. Yeah. That's like so a whole other thing that's like also not stressed. I'm not, we're not like actively stressed about this, but it's just yeah. like, you know. 
you want to find a person eventually, like a partner. Mm-hmm. I'm talking. This could be like a whole other episode of just like yeah. part two of like stressing about the future and like what's to come. But like, I hate, I hate all of my heart. I hate dating apps. I hate them so the much. I hate them so much. But it's like, <laughs> as what else are you gonna do? What else Chris, are you gonna do? I yeah. think you're gonna laugh at this. Coming from where we're, because we're in that in-between where like we met people organically and like talk to people, but we also experience dating apps. Mm -hmm. Like we're kind of in that in-between. Yeah. I have a grinder. I have a Tinder. I have (laughs) Twitter even. Twitter, Reddit. Yeah. But then you also (laughs) met people just by walking up to them and being like, hi, how are you? Tell Mm -hmm. me about your life and who you are. I think you're, you know, yada, yada. Well, some article rolled across because I was looking at something. Probably I was on Facebook and it was like, it's a new social experiment that they're doing where people are in the whole goal of this experiment is to allow people to meet others organically like we did in the past (laughs) and get away from dating apps. Okay. And how they're going to do this is they're going to give everyone a ring. That's the certain color. And oh, that's I've a signal this. that this person is single and can be approached because yeah. people nowadays are so scared to like, just yeah. walk up to someone and have that conversation oh yeah. that now they need a signal of like, okay, I can like, I've got the green, literally it's green. I've got a green light and I can go talk to this person. Mm-hmm. I've seen, I've seen that I have yeah I like, like I got in a whole conversation about these like organic well just like organically meeting people anymore in general I think organically meeting there's, people is cool, yeah but there's if you have a ring that says I'm single like you're gonna get a lot of unwanted attention at the same yeah, time I think so we're like I I, I like I like organic conversations yeah. and stuff like that but don't come up to me and talk to me at a club do not yeah. hit on me. Do not flirt also, with me. Like, does the ring like kind of take away like the organicness of it? Yeah, it's not. Where you're just like, hey, organic. come over here. It's yeah. like going to a like, red light, green light party. Yeah. Yeah. I just, like every day. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know how many I couples also... meet that are in other that are already in relationships? What? How many like people meet that were that are already in relationships? Like that kind of takes away that. Like that's how my grandparents met. My grandma was already married. Yeah. Yeah. And my grandpa swooped in and was like, hey, (laughs) you thought big strong man. You know what I mean? (laughs) And so like that, and that's how I came about. Not Mm -hmm. saying that like infidelity is a great thing. It's really bad, (laughs) terrible. You should never do it. Yeah. But you know, I don't know. I just think that's weird. Organic should be organic. Well, you don't need a yeah. ring for that. It's like Definitely. forcing the organicness, which doesn't make actually yeah. any yeah. sense. Yeah, it's the opposite also, of organic. Also, there is in, I know this is happening in New York. I don't know if this is happening. I'm assuming it's Murders, happening everywhere else. Too. <laughs> unsolved crime. But <laughs> what's happening now is that bars are, and I don't really even know how they're going to enforce this. Like, I don't, what are they going to do? Like, ask you, like, if you have a, I don't know how they would enforce this. But basically, mm. it's, these specific bars that only allow single people to be in you can only be single and enter these bars if you're not that's so strange yeah how are you going to enforce that like i don't know how you would enforce that in any way because like what are you gonna what are you gonna ask them are you dating someone if someone's like a a a-hole and they want to cheat on their partner they could just easily say yes so like i don't know what how what proof you would need to show saying that you're single but it is like these bars are like supposedly starting to do this thing of just like only single people so then you're you will be able to meet people organically and not have to worry about the mm-hmm. whole like are they dating someone else you know stuff like that yeah but I yeah find that's it, so I odd i find it strange too like i just don't think that's i don't know yeah anyways yeah. um well thank you so much nicole for coming on and Thanks sharing and being me. open about yeah. our I hope you both feel somewhat at ease. I do. I do feel actually. I do feel a little more at ease. Yeah. Now I don't feel this like I I don't need to worry as much about this. Helps to talk about it. Get out of here. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Talk about it. Dude, pros and cons list, man. Pros and cons. Totally. (laughs) Totally. Um, but 
Thank you listeners for joining us today. If you like this show and want to help support us, please like and subscribe to your favorite podcast app. You can also leave a review and rate the show. Another easy way to support us is to take our survey. It only takes about five minutes and it really helps us know what you guys want to hear. That'll be linked in the show notes. And then if you want to connect with us, you can find us on Instagram at NAMI underscore OC, TikTok, NAMI underscore OC, Facebook, NAMI Orange County, YouTube, NAMI Orange County. You can email us at not, no, at anxiety sex at NAMIOC.org. And our Twitch is NAMI underscore OC, I think. Yes. Yes. Nailed it. There we go. That's all of our, our things, but they'll all be linked. So you won't have to worry about remembering that, <laughs> but thank you so much. Or you can, if you want. Yeah, I mean, you, you yeah. can remember it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. fully can. No but rules. thanks so much for for listening. Thank you for listening to Anxiety Sucks. If you like the show, please rate and review it on your favorite podcast app. It helps more people find the show and helps us share our message of mental wellness to people in our community. If you want to hear more of Anxiety Sucks, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. Anxiety Sucks is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not a substitute for medical or psychiatric advice, diagnoses, nor treatment. Anxiety Sucks is funded by the Orange County Healthcare Agency, Mental Health and Recovery Services, Office of Suicide Prevention, Mental Health Services Act Prop 63.